0: Whether it's a dentist appointment or waiting for your tacos to arrive, time matters. Time matters for most things in life, including how we use energy. Californians generally use more power from 4 to 9 p.m. when clean energy is in shorter supply. Try unplugging your unused devices or turning down your A.C. during this time for a cleaner California to enjoy our tacos in. Mm. So remember, power down from 4 to 9 p.m. Keep it golden and learn more at energyupgradecalifornia.org radio
1: Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody Fitness and Nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, like 21 Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to beachbodyfree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great
2: ladies
3: and gentlemen welcome to vleeties i'm here ryan van vleet gino you're here right
2: i'm always here man one way or another
3: see there you are that is gino on the screen right now looking amazing as he always does his mouth isn't moving don't let that deter you that's him all right so gino we're here this is obviously what an amazing time to be alive for wrestling fans
2: the draft how pumped up are you gino I'm excited to see if they actually do change anything. Maddie Spice like Zero previous. Four
4: says Gino is a fat fuck.
3: No, that's him. I Maddie know.
4: Spice says Gino is a fat fuck. Oh,
3: did it double? Gino, oh, uh, that pictures of you. You sent me that picture, so I don't know where he's he's. I don't mean to to accuse Maddie of being ill informed, but that's Gino. That's him right there. Gino, continue.
2: Oh, yes, as I saying before, I was interrupted by Maddie Spice. I'm looking forward to if they do make changes to the show or if it's going to be like how some drafts have been where it's just drafting their show they already have, except for like maybe two or three columns from medics.
3: I think it's this, to me, honestly, sounds pretty generic. It seems like every year we kind of do this, and I don't like the draft, and I know that Kevin loves a good draft. That's been our... That's been our dividing line is the draft. And I've even said this to him before. I don't necessarily like having, we're picking new guys every year. I don't like that. I preferred even as, even something as silly as a superstar shakeup or just slight changes to the rosters. That was what my favorite thing was. Honestly, I think my favorite draft ever might've been the 04 draft where it was the lottery. And I know that Kevin hates that, but It was just a a fake, spontaneous way to freshen up the show. Whether that means we're going to get, oh, we need to move Triple H somehow. We're going to move him over here. It just felt, I I don't know, it felt more like, right? So here's another big problem, Gino. Remember general managers and how a lot of people claim to hate the general manager. But here we are now. There's no such thing as brand pride or brand allegiance, because there isn't some face of the brand every week making matches, pretending they care about the ratings and their fans. They're missing that that aspect that they used to use of the draft where what if they had Adam Pearce with SmackDown and Sonya with Raw or vice versa, whichever color suit Sonya wants to wear. It just seems like that's another huge piece missing because we're doing this draft. Who's doing the draft? They don't even get... Give us a figurehead of NBC. Give us a.
4: Leon X says, "Can we get rid of Adam Pearce?"
3: We need Adam Pearce more than ever now. All right, I I hate to break it to everybody. This is he's going to be the most important character tomorrow night on SmackDown. Uh, because that's what they do now, right? You know, they just announce it. How how do we? I don't even remember last year's. Was it any good?
2: Last year's, it was. Again, the past two years have been okay because the whole thing is they have the war rooms where there's the people of Fox, they people of the USA, terrible actors. And then they speak like they blend into the Raw person or SmackDown, which was all Stephanie just saying, the Raw people want this, SmackDown people want this. It's like this year, since for some reason, both that appears and Sony are on, on both shows, so I guess they're going to decide which one of them will be on Raw, which one will be on SmackDown.
3: And there's going to be that oh. war room, and the fun part of a draft was like Kevin and I last night. We had a, I picked Wyndham Rotunda just to screw Kevin, and that was what was fun about even the the Mick Foley and Stephanie draft when they were drafting for Raw and De Bry and Shane were were drafting for SmackDown. It, it was it that made it fun as well where. Uh, you know, Mick and Stephanie would get somebody and Daniel and Shane would, like, throw their hands up. Oh, man, we wanted so-and-so. They took Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Like, you know, it, they did a good job at making it feel important to whoever didn't get somebody. Because if I'm Raw, it doesn't matter who I get. From SmackDown, it doesn't matter. The whole point of this brand split really, uh, the, even from the beginning, the whole reason it started was in kayfabe. Rick Flair is now the business partner of Vince, and Vince doesn't like Rick, so they're just gonna split the company in two. And that was you know, I mean, as a kid, that was huge for me. I thought that was awesome. One of the immediate thoughts as far as, hey, do you know not should do a watch along? The draft episode was one of the first ones I thought of because I remember as a kid not expecting it by the way. I didn't know what internet websites or like wrestling websites were or internet websites for that matter. I didn't know what that was. And I, I just didn't know what to expect going into this this episode of Raw. So when Linda's sitting there, like we're doing a draft, I still didn't get what that meant. So th- I think that's a huge thing that we're missing. I, what else do you think is is wrong right now, Gino? What are we missing? i Am I I'm not wrong in in this in this an- uh, analysis? Am I?
2: No, I don't believe you're wrong at all because we do need some type of one figurehead on one show, one figurehead on the other that we see as an authority figure. Because that is kind of what's missing. Because, like, Impact does have an on-screen authority figure with Scott Demore. Derby, I guess, now does with the two, but the two are on both shows, so it doesn't make either show feel as special. Because they're both... If someone is fighting authority, they're fighting authority up the same Says show. Gino
4: possesses unbridled sexiness that forces my to ejaculate.
3: That's true. Ricardio, contain yourself. Please contain yourself. And and one, one thing you're bringing up, Gino... Impact has one figurehead. AEW has one. And Raw and SmackDown, Ron, well, Ron and SmackDown were presented as two separate entities, two separate brands, which makes me do think they need two different management styles, two different. Like the best time, I mean, I, I know, like probably my favorite time. Uh, you could probably look at Eric Bischoff and Stephanie McMahon is the earliest. And when I when I rewatch 3 my favorite stuff for some reason. I know Stephanie is the the general manager, but Paul Heyman really was, you know, like, yeah. yeah. So it was Heyman and Bischoff. And I think that made the most sense, even transitioning into to Bischoff and Theodore long. I thought that was a good time too. And even SmackDown with its tag team matches, I wasn't entirely against that. So, and it always made sense. They'd be backstage goofing off and, you know, talking, talking shit about each other's brands. Now there's not really that unless they had what, what if they did Pat McAfee as Fox and Corey Graves is raw. Just, just something, something to make me think that there's some. Hey, I, I call, I call SmackDown. I want to make sure that SmackDown gets the guys that I want. And Graves is the same way. Like, no, I, I'm going to be calling the action. I represent USA Network. I want to make sure USA Net. Like, there's something. There needs to be somebody who has something at stake. Otherwise, we just assume it's Vince back there planning up the next year.
2: Yeah, and that's what I do agree with, is they do need us to have us believe, hey, this person actually wants these people, and it's not just us who know the internet, know wrestling, that Vince just behind it all and in charge of it, that we need at least to have that suspension of disbelief that there is a figurehead that controls the whole thing on each show and tries to beat the other show.
3: Yeah, right now it's it's Vince versus Vince, and it's so clearly that. And it's not even like it's Bruce versus Vince. They could do something to make us at least kayfabe think there's going to be a difference between the shows because right now, like what, and that's the other reason why I don't like doing a complete top to bottom redraft because every year it would just be, no, I like I always thought of Eddie Guerrero, you know, the SmackDown six, he was a SmackDown guy, even though he started on raw, but SmackDown had these guys where they were unique to SmackDown. They belonged on SmackDown. And I remember when Kurt Angle got drafted to Raw. I, what? Kurt Angle SmackDown through and through. And it actually felt pretty unique. Like, wow. Matches that we never thought we would see. You know, Kurt Angle and Shawn was special because it was a WrestleMania. And they were on different brands. So they had never crossed each other in a, in a tag team match or a number one. Like They never, ever crossed paths ever. And we've kind of gotten rid of that where it just feels like every year and a half, okay, things are stale. Let's do a redraft. Like, why would you be loyal? AJ, you know, AJ built SmackDown and he was just redrafted to Raw. It wasn't like he, it wasn't like there was this huge moment where they draw a name out of a bucket and they go, AJ! Or there was a general manager for Raw who's remember that one year this was kind of a fun year too i know that we're talking about drafts all the way now but there was a year where it was smackdown raw and ecw and they did matches throughout the episode of raw and if your guy won if your brand won your show got a pick and you know it was kind of a way to give ecw i think one or two picks but everybody else you know got like four or five picks and it was just a fun way to oh you know who knows how many people are going to leave brands but it also felt like you had some pride in your brand to, I want to win, I want Raw to get another guy. Plus, if I lose, I'd be eligible to be to go to a different brand, and I don't want that to happen. I don't know. All of these sound like really good ideas when we're just recycling the same, let's do a redraft every year.
2: Right, which at the time it was a good idea, but at that same episode, that's the one, I believe was that same year, that one, where we had Cena go from one show to the other on the same night.
3: Oh, that was like 2011 or something. I, yes, I do remember they that. They did the
2: same thing. He, Raw 1-1 or Spectre 1-1, then Raw one at the end. It was great. Did
3: you see it back to Raw? I wasn't really yeah. watching Raw at that time. That was still during my – I watched SmackDown on Hulu and I watched Superstars on Hulu and I watched uh, NXT on Hulu. Raw is not on Hulu, so I don't watch Raw. Like that was that era for me. So I would tune into TV every once in a while. And find a raw stream somewhere, but for the most part, I didn't really watch raw. And then I found like one of the early versions of Watch Wrestling, and that's kind of helped me get get like get back into raw. And then eventually, I just had to convince my mommy to get me my own you know receiver in the room so I could watch USA Network. And yeah, it was a little you know it, that, that that is kind of a weird way to do it. Like this exciting moment of John Cena going to the other show, and then at the end switching. It just, it defeats the whole purpose. I, I, that whole, this whole episode of SmackDown, that whole episode of Raw, it should just be, you know, the way they did it the first time, you know, a couple picks here, you know, we move on, we have a couple matches, a couple picks here, but even what they're going to do now, are they going to do this dumb format they do where Raw gets three guys and SmackDown gets two and, you know, after three rounds, SmackDown's got what? three less guys than raw four less guys than raw it's just it the i i just don't like how they do that because it's so clearly raw's getting two picks in a row at the end and beginning of every round why why is this have you are there any rumors Gino? has mace told you they're not going to do that
2: again sadly again my close personal friend dio has not informed me of anything he knows <laughs> backstage because he doesn't know anything backstage because he shouldn't, because he's just a wrestler doing his job, caring for his family. But what caring matters here... Caring for his here, family. He does. He has family, actually. No, you know, I, know he does, but a I,
3: I know he does, but I like that you threw that in there. Like, well, look, he doesn't yes. concern
2: himself. He's working. He's he- a fucking professional. He does his job. People talk shit about him. as a terrible character. He's doing his job. He's doing it well. Fuck those people who disrespect him.
3: Yeah, I mean, his no. gimmick is terrible. Yeah, I think that... But what- he
2: does it well, and that's the thing. He's a professional. He does it. He gets paid... Cares for his family. He's a good man.
3: I don't know if it's he's doing it. History. I don't know if he's doing it well. He's definitely doing it. I mean, even if he's doing it well, it's not good. So it's not. And again, he's your friend. I'm saying the same thing with my friend DiJack. I don't know if you knew this. He and I are really good friends. Oh, uh, nice, spit, Yeah, nice. me and DiJack are so close. But even him, I look at it like, no, you're you're terrible right now. But it's not it's not all his fault. I feel like we're um we're your best friends. Uh, what's her name? Stephen Larson, right now. We really love these guys, okay? Even though what we think they're doing is terrible, it's not their fault that they're the worst. And it really isn't for, in this circumstance. Sometimes sometimes when I hear Stephen and, and the L word, when, they, when they're going in and they're shitting on someone, and then they go, but yo, honestly, I think Nikki Cross is one of the best in-ring workers since Ric Flair. You know, it's like, okay, let's let's pull back a, a little bit. Somebody can be really good, but you don't need to fucking gaslight them. But with, with Dijak, with Mace, yeah, their gimmicks are terrible. They need a refresh. This is a perfect example of let's have let's split them up, draft them separately, repackage them, because, again, this is supposed to be the land of the Giants with nobody in their 30s. These are two young guys. I'm assuming they're both young. You just told me one of them has a family, so I'm assuming he's in his 30s. And and I know Dijak has a family somewhere. Right? Yeah. So, I, I, like, I look at those two guys as completely being mishandled. I mean, you can have two big shows right now, and for, and you don't have that. You have two – what would you even compare these guys to right now? Two Shockmasters? Ascension. Yeah, two Ascension guys. What? This is a perfect time to split them up. But ultimately, yeah, I think there's – when I'm looking at one when it, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, and then Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, I, that's so many guys going to Raw. You're getting – Six guys to Raw, and you get four guys to SmackDown, and it really does get rid of the strategy. And also, I don't like that they do, oh, tonight's pool and this night's pool. Oh, gosh, you know, I'm really worried about this draft.
2: Yeah, the draft is going to be very interesting to say the absolute least to see what they do if they're still doing the whole pool system. And then what's going to matter is that Tuesday night when we see the supplemental draft, the one that really matters. Where are the little guys? Where are these mid cars that you don't expect going one show or the other where they actually get picked by the supplemental draft?
3: Yeah, I'm okay with supplemental draft. Even, you know, even during my era, there was supplemental drafts. There was – we're doing the big show on television, and then on WWE.com, they would announce, by the way, we didn't show you this, but we broke up La Résistance. We broke up the Bashams. We broke up all – Every tag team, we broke them up. I forget what year that was, but there was this really weird year where WWE decided, and this is a real thing. Right? Bruce Pritchard will talk about it one day. I yep. bet. They decided they wanted to not do tag teams. That was an idea they legitimately had.
4: Maddie Spice 4 says hockey is back. Fuck Gino.
3: Hockey is back. The goon, remember him? He never got drafted.
2: Yeah, he Uh, never got drafted. They only had the one
3: show. Al Snow used a hockey stick at uh, WrestleMania 15, and they were chanting, Let's go Flyers! And then last night on on Dynamite, CM Punk badmouthed the Flyers and the Devils saying that they were trash hockey teams. Philly and New Jersey have terrible
2: hockey teams. Gino, you don't even have a hockey team anymore. Atlanta's gone. What do you do? I I don't know what I do, man. I mean, I used to be a fan of the Red Wings, so I might go back to them when I was a kid. So I might just go back to enjoying the Red Wings. You're saying
3: that just to make Maddie Spice mad. You and him already have this weird rivalry, and now it's even more intense. Because when Maddie Spice and I launch our new podcast called Talking Bucks, we are going to shit all over the Red Wings. But. Hey, you like the Red Wings. That's fine. You and you and Mace can like the Red Wings. Me and Dijak, we like the Anaheim Ducks, okay? We're best friends. He's my guy. I do have a wrestling friend, but he doesn't text me back anymore, Gino. He blocked me on Instagram. Did that, did it, does everyone know this, that I'm blocked on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? Sammy
2: blocked me, and I had I had little to nothing to do with what happened. And that really sucks, man. So then what you got to do right now, you got to try to become close personal friends with Bobby Fish since he's about to beat <laughs> Sam McEvoy for the title. You need to be like, see, now I'm no longer best friends with him. I'm best friends with Bobby Fish, the next champ.
3: Yeah, me and Bobby Fish, we could be best friends. I think I have a better shot with Kyle. And it's what Kyle's in NXT. He's got like a real job. I think Bobby Fish is rank, ranked higher on, on the, the VWI, the Vladi's Wrestling Index. Top five hundred. I really don't think Kyle O'Reilly is any good at the moment. What what are your thoughts on Kyle? Do you think the? I think I told you this when it happened. He is a tag team guy. Him going solo is not going to work.
2: It's not the best for him going solo. I can agree with that, but they're using it right now to help push Ridge Holland, which is what I like because Ridge Holland is a future star that they should build around. So they're helping Ridge, which is fine. How do I use Kyle? For right now, then eventually put him in a tag team on the main roster because you got nothing else to do with him. And then get Rich to be like this future champion, whether it be NXT or main roster.
3: How do I get Sammy to unblock me? What is the the formula? What do I do?
2: Congratulate him on being the TNT champion and promote Fuego Del Sol, his best friend.
3: Oh, maybe I can go through Fuego. I'll reach out to him. I wonder if I'm blocked on his accounts. I wonder if Sammy really got – I wonder and I and I honestly think it was maybe like Tony Tony. honor is real. Mana is real, a hydrate for Maddie Spice. Do you think what what about that theory that Tony was like, okay, you gotta sever all ties with this TWFS? Do you think that's plausible?
2: It is plausible, but I doubt that's likely. Like I don't think Tony cares about internet shit one way or the other, hey. besides just he- one guy, which is Dave. He, he
3: definitely sent uh, Sammy to some some camp, some rapist camp, to get him to, un, to, to cleanse him of his rape culture. I can follow Fuego. I mean, I'm on here looking at Fuego stuff. So I, maybe it's just, maybe, maybe Sammy, this is, maybe he's trying to tell me something, that he wants me to reach out to Fuego, and then we can be friends again. I don't think I'm blocked on Snapchat. I could snap him and just say, hey, Sammy, I love you. Please come back. Uh, like, you know, I don't know why we can't be friends. You know, what did I do to you? Cause the answer is always going to be nothing. I don't know. Is this, am I too desperate? Do I sound
2: desperate? I don't think you sound desperate at all, man. You should try again. Send the olive branch, like extend it. See if he takes and try to be friends again with him. So you can have a friend, an insider inside. To eat them.
3: I definitely sent him uh, a, a Snapchat 38 weeks ago. It says, and he opened it, but he never responded. So you know what? It's over for him. When he and I are done, my 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 entrance door into AEW is finally closed. I probably could have done this Excalibur route. I probably could have worked at some indie fed as an announcer and tried to really get in my foot in. And uh, no, I didn't do that.
2: Now, Sammy, might- either as a announcer or a wrestler when he was in Team Masturbation and CCW.
3: Well, and where's and and Dijak's not hooking me up either. Talking about all is quiet on the waterfront i thought he was my other friend and he doesn't respond to any of my stuff so I, very frustrating very frustrating that all my wrestling buddies have shunned me william regal and i took a piss next to each other and i haven't heard from him and since i felt jtg jtg's bicep at at a comedy show and he didn't think it was weird at all uh i my buddy joey brown took a picture with dolph ziggler and It kind of made Dolph mad because he was trying to have dinner. And then all these other wrestling fans wanted a picture with Dolph. And then I went over and shook McFoley's hand and he had a limp wrist. And I was very, very confused by that. But at least it confirmed like he's liberal for sure. He doesn't shake your hand like a man. He doesn't even look at you when you shake his hand. He's trying to sell me a book. I'm like, Mick, I already have this book. Don't why? You know, I'm a fan. Why would you bring books that we already have? Bring a new book.
2: he wants you to be ready for lockdown. That great book. One of his best books that well is lockdown. And he, he wants you to be ready to buy.
3: He brought a book that I read for, for for sure. It wasn't a newer book. And so I was, why are you selling this book? And he was selling some shirt about, you know, women's it, it was for like uh like assault Actually, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He was selling a shirt yeah, for that. Shirt. And I was, you know, I was I don't want this shirt, dude. But either way, yeah, he shunned me. All my wrestling friends have are done with me. So Kevin and I need to start a, our own fed. We can do a What Culture Pro Wrestling. We can go out of business after like 10 shows. Was that any good, Gino? I'm sure you watched that. Was that fun to watch Drew McIntyre wrestle there?
2: I enjoyed some people like uh, Martin Kirby. He was kind of cool, like a good like small ballroom who actually could work pretty well. And then also another good close best friend of mine, Big Damo.
3: When you say okay. pers- close, close personal friend, no, what, personal. what do you mean? Like, you guys have, have you guys been to Starbucks together ever? Like, how how we've
2: had like nice like actual conversations about like shit going on, just like ourselves, like because like uh, when Brennan Dio had his nice Twitch before he had to like change and not be on YouTube with uh, his YouTuber model, we used to, like just have like discussions during his like weekly podcast, right? So like, we had like nice discussions, like all for them, Manny Dio. Jack and uh, Damo. Well, and uh, I do remember you sending me some
3: clips to their show, and I was like, I, yes. I'm not inside on the joke. You're inside, so you liked it all. I was sitting there confused. Inside. Why you're? At, why am I watching these three guys? Just why am I watching a podcast on my podcast? That's what was going through my head. And these, so my my close personal friend Sammy Guevara blocked me on Instagram. He and I were buds at one point. We were texting during an episode of Dynamite that I was at. We were buds and it's just, it's over. He made a comment on a, on an episode of Ross fourth hour Uh, a a listener of ours, found that comment four years later, sent it to Kevin. It went viral and I'm, I'm the one who gets blocked. That's not fair at all. I, and I still have his number. I should text him or call him and be like, dude, why are we not friends anymore? We used to be bros. Like he, I've been in Houston and I almost hit him up. Like this was years ago. I'm in Houston for work. Let's hit the gym. And he never texted me back until like two days later. Sorry, bro. I wasn't even in Houston. That's not how he talks. But, yeah, my friends have all shunned me. Speaking of McFoley, Gino, he's going to be at GCW this weekend. Do you hear that?
2: Yes, he is. He's going to be there to present the title for the big match. Mox versus Gage. It's going to be such Is that actually night.
3: happening this weekend?
2: Yeah. No, it's the 9th of October. So one week. We got a lot of stuff going on. That we we got knockouts, knockdown. We got that stuff. We got the aftermath, which is when we get Suzuki versus Joey Janela. Man, some we of got those got a lot of stuff on next week. Some of
3: those sound good.
2: Some of them are a little.
3: Some of them. Yes, we're gonna
2: see Joey just get his ass beat, which is what matters. Him just almost dying to Suzuki. To I haven't green. seen Joey in forever. He's really not
3: prevalent anymore. Remember when AEW started? They were pu- putting him up. Like yes. We got the bad boy. We got one of the indie guys with a gimmick that people recognize. And it never worked. It just stopped working out. Didn't work out for Joey Janela. Very, very sad times. But why is McFoley allowed to go to a GCW show? What's happening here? Do you think his Legends contract, does, he has to get permission for this stuff? Or is he one of these guys? As long as it's not AEW, it's fine.
2: I think as long as it's not like getting in the ring and being like, this, yes, it's competition. It's fine. So like, like when Bret Hart came in, that Yeah, but he still has that contract.
3: I don't think he's on a Legends contract, t- TBH. I, I think that, he hates Vince still deep down. I, I listen to that Bruce Pritchard show. Bruce, the subtext, I get it. He hates uh, Bruce or not Bruce. Bret will never be the same with Vince. Like even that WrestleMania twenty two when he was in the Hall of Fame, they wanted him to show up at a re- that the night after a Mania, and he's like, Nope, not doing that. I'll show up and you know i'll show up in a suit and get my applause but i'm not coming out uh i'm not showing up at mania just so you can you know promote me at mania or whatever he he didn't want to give vince the satisfaction he also didn't trust him he thought he was going to go out there and get ambushed by by god or vince or whatever that storyline was about so We're
2: yeah I- really quickly though before we do fully jump off this topic just as we or kind of discussing gcw did you hear about what happened at the event after emo fight that next night lots and lots lot lot a lot I don't know what words you just said, except like it was lots, a lot of enemies, or a lot of lost. It's, I, uh, they had this match where Macrodon had his big announcement and he was defending the Internet Championship, and Effie beat him. Oh, so Effie the- is the Internet Champion right now. And so next week on October 9th, Macrodon is facing it for the Internet Championship. But if Effie wins, Macrodon can never be in GCW ever again
3: wow so they're he's their biggest star i don't know why the gcw is is revolting so much they they were the ones who brought him in you know that i know their yep. fans are, are hating on it but for someone who barely watches that show and has no interest in it like even now my my interest really isn't very like the dark side of the ring made me watch a little bit of it and then matt cardona made me watch a little bit of it but i don't know if i would ever watch it like that outlaw mud show did so much harm for me gino It it really did make me question why people like this. You know, it it felt worse than Empire Wrestling Federation, you know, and this one's taken more seriously. This one's on Fight TV every weekend. Gino gives them 12 bucks constantly to watch these, you know, these two cold Scorpio dancing matches. So, yeah, I I don't have any interest in GCW on your level. I'm surprised. When I started this, you would always say, yeah, I want to get more into GCW, and I just, no, you don't. And now you are. You're their biggest fan.
2: I'm growing to become their biggest fan. I want to actually buy some of their merch, especially because with Matt Cardona, he has this great new shirt that came out. With the whole old WWF get the F out. But as has get the F-E out. Oh, God. See, I, no, it's not, great not merch. for me.
3: Not for me. Matt Cardona is the what best. Where are you going to wear that, Denny's? You can't wear that anywhere. Uh, but, yeah, GCW, oh. October 9th, big show. Uh, how much is it? Is it, is it 12 bucks? Maybe we'll do a I companion. I assume it's
2: still 12. Let's see. Let me check. Yeah. On.
3: Maybe we'll do a companion of the GCW show. Cause everyone oh, wants yeah. us to do other kinds of shows. Okay. Everybody wants us to, uh, everybody wants us to, to watch. So Nathan came out and said, Hey, not WrestleManias. I want you to watch 2003 PPVs. So I kind of thought, well, we'll do all, we'll do both. But for like the first series, I feel like it should be a little, there should be a little bit of a reason and a rhyme to it. Like, what do you is is every WrestleMania too long? That was my other thought. Was maybe it would get a little tiresome to watch thirty-seven WrestleManias in a row, and maybe that's what's intimidating people. Like Nathan probably realized, oh, that's it's so repetitive. WrestleMania, WrestleMania, WrestleMania. But it also is. Look at wrestling at this time. Look at wrestling this year, this year, this year, and we don't even have to do it in order. But what are you? What's Put your hand on the pulse, Gino. What are you thinking?
2: What I'm thinking, yes, WrestleManias would be, again, to people that would be a big undertaking for anyone because it's really long-form content. It's so like we we could watch it and, like, review it and not have companions, but, again, we would still do campaign just because we want to fill our silence and add to it. So it would be difficult for some people to handle because some Manias are, like, shorter than ours, like earlier ones were kind of shorter. But now, like, we have two night WrestleManias. Yeah,
3: that's true. We do have two night Manias. And even even that WrestleMania 35 was a seven-hour show. So, yeah. like, trying to trying to do a companion for that really would be like a, like a PayPal-a-thon almost. Like, okay, we're going to watch another hour, 15 bucks in the queue, and we'll keep it going. Like that's... Says,
4: review some TNA, my sexy homies.
3: And that's what you there said. There we go. We could go with the impact. You said, let's do some impact. And... Like even that, I would thought, well, that's a good idea, too, because a lot of these people haven't watched Impact ever, you know, and uh, Conrad says it, oh, LOL, TNA, like, people write off TNA like it's always been shitty, but I swear, oh six, oh seven, I was a TNA mark, I, I, would, I would get back to my dad's house where I had the DVR, and the first show I would watch would be Impact, and then I would watch SmackDown, and then I would watch Raw. And then I would watch um, Ring of Honor because it was on, like, the local channel. So sometimes I would TiVo that. So, nice. yeah, yeah. I watched 06, 07, Ring of Honor. Not often. It wasn't as good as the other stuff. Um, but, yeah, but it fair. was but it was fine, you know. Wait,
2: 06, 7, would that be with Sinclair Broadcasting?
3: No, I don't think they were there yet. That wasn't until, Not like, Sinclair.
2: 2010 or 11. Okay, right. Um, it's been yeah. so long.
3: 2007 Ring of Honor. This is where I found the Briscoes for sure. Because yeah. they were, they they stood out to me. When I would watch them back in '07, I kind of thought these guys are going to go on to WWE and just own it. And I just thought, you
2: think WWE would have allowed them to be them.
3: Yeah, they were Damn boys. They weren't that bad during that time
2: that I was watching for sure. Like when they they weren't themselves yet; they were still wrestlers. Yeah, when they were free to be themselves, them boys. Yeah, WWE would not let. The Denmark
3: boys. Yeah, and I, I must have not watched it up to this point because even some of the names I'm seeing on this uh, this final battle card, I don't know all these names. So let's even go to – what was the first show of the year? Dedicated in Massachusetts. So I don't even know if this was on TV or whatever. But Rocky Romero, I used to remember watching him. Jack Evans, I remember. Yeah. Davey Richards, I remember. Although I remember Davey more when he – when, when the tag team started. I don't really remember – Solo Davy Richards and early Ring of Honor, Brent Albright. I definitely remember Gunner Scott. I was so shocked that he didn't work in WWE. He looked like Benoit, and he hung out with Benoit. I thought that was their goal yeah. was to make another Benoit, uh, one that didn't murder his family. Uh, Briscoe Brothers and Yep, see, I remember that. I remember this stuff. I remember the main event was always Briscoe Brothers. Briscoe Brothers defeats Austin Aries and Roderick Strong. it was just constantly the briscoe brothers were the were the main reason to watch this show so as i'm watching raw and smackdown in 07 and and even tna with christian and kurt angle and samoa joe like all of that getting really popular i would tune in to a couple of ring of honor tvs no worries there gino uh but yeah nowadays i i barely watch, watch ring of honor once a quarter, I feel that's my new AEW pay per view is Ring of
2: Honor. Yeah, uh, basically during their big pay per views every. Pretty...
3: But even you don't seem like a big Ring of Honor guy because yeah, you you have all you watch so much wrestling and Ring of Honor is not even in your top
2: five. Sadly, that's true. It Used to be, but I I want to get I do kind of want to get back in Ring of Honor because like I know a lot of guys are doing really well like. Even though I don't like him that much, fucking Mike Bennett's doing well. People are saying, like, he had a good match on the show. Love Mike though, like, Bennett. Like, I remember for a long time, told he was so bad. Because, like, he had he had a bad match with Tanahashi once.
3: He's the prodigy. Mike Bennett's great. I'll have to watch that match, though. I remember that's re- an
2: old match where he just couldn't have a good match. With. I remember Anaheim
4: him. Maddie Spice zero 4 says Gino said fuck.
3: <laughs> he did say the f word yes. first. My my goal tonight, I have it written on my note: do not say the f word, and I'm not doing it.
2: I'm, you can try. You can do this. it. I, hey, this I is still
3: a, this is still rated R. But the ultimate goal, I think, is yeah, to get the PG. We got to be PG. like Jake Sprague. All right, we got to get back on YouTube. We got to not swear. You got to put a shirt back on. There's a lot of things we're doing wrong tonight,
2: but it's fine. Yes, and so that does mean that, sadly for our content, the when we do let to do GCW shows, that's going to be on like Patreon and stuff. Yeah, that's that we're gonna that's be gonna paid for. Yeah, it no, it can't be show because no. they they have fun with their like. Yeah, well, and and
3: honestly, when we watch this stuff, the volume's going to be way down. I'll probably turn it up if yes. there's a promo in the ring, but for the most part, I still want it to be a conversation because that's that's my. When I listen to Kevin do it, I love it. Because I love that he just talks over it and just gives us his take. Sometimes he lets, lets the announcers do their thing and we watch it. But even, like, if I'm watching, imagine if Conrad and, and Jeff Jarrett, when they're doing a watch-along, if it was just no words, no talking. Because I remember Joe Poppy, when he wanted to do a match commentary, it was him just sitting there watching it. And I remember the we, we did a match. We did john cena versus edge i think at tlc not tlc it was a tlc match at unforgiven and he didn't he he even said like we need to stop talking so much and i said well if we're just gonna sit here and watch the match who cares they can just watch the match on their own it has to be a conversation where i'm bringing up you know stories about john cena stories about edge stories about this you know this storyline we're in toronto other great moments that happened in Toronto. I actually listened to Kevin do some of the commentary of Jeff Hardy and Sting. I watched that video a hundred times. So that's the kind of commentary that I liked. I wanted to to just dive in and just have a conversation while a match is happening. I didn't want it to be, Oh, well I watch wrestling. You guys should watch it too. Here's a match that I like. That wasn't the way I was going to do it. And I think, yeah, I think you and I, I think we agree on that.
2: Yeah, we of course agree on that. We both know that we can make that happen. We can have conversation. We can actually build and add to the match, especially because there's something I do want to send you as possibly a match for us to like do a little bit of commentary over and also for you to see, because I know you have an a chance to see the all elite zone fully. No,
3: I have not watched any dark. uh Since they've moved into the studio, I didn't know it was happening. By the way, when that kid asked that question to Tony Khan about now that this is going to be in the the Impact Zone, I just was listening. Like, who? When did this happen? That's not true. And then you sent me that clip, or you sent Kevin the clip, and I just looked at it. What a huge mistake! And and it looks fine, but why are they even doing it? Well, I don't want to watch these squash matches anyway. Now you're putting them in in a place that looks like a squash zone. That's what it should be called, the squash zone. And I know they probably have two or three solid matches on each one of these darks, but aren't they still two hours long? Who's watching
2: these? Again, I pretty much do because it's on right before NXT, and sometimes it does overrun, so I do just watch back what I missed, but like, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable bit of time to get me ready for NXT. Jeez, I don't know if I could
3: do that. Even thinking about... And like, I didn't watch MLW last night. You know, I still got, I didn't watch raw. I watched, I kind of skimmed raw. I did the watch, watch clips on YouTube version of watching raw because there's just so much. And I, am and my, my, you know, I have family in town. So obviously that cuts into me being able to sit around and watch wrestling. Uh, but even tonight I get home and I just started watching football. I am just sitting here like, oh, I love football. I can't stop. So yeah, I, I do want to, I have, obviously there needs to be a schedule I should do like okay I watched it here's a tweet about it here's a one minute review but uh, I do need to get back and that's, and that's the other the great thing about what we're about to do is dive into some of the older wrestling that I've probably seen before or even stuff that I've never seen and then just adding our own spin to it I think that would be a lot of fun but yeah. I, we got to we got to figure it out what's first what's the first series what's the first like video what's the first event what are we doing
0: first
2: that is the question, how we go about this. Do we start with something both of us can remember most of the event of and just be able to just riff on it and just enjoy it and have still, like, that memory or have something completely new that we've not seen, like this new GCW event, Fight Club, which is $20. Again, they know how big this event is. That's why they want to upgrade the price, which is fair, because this main event, Box versus Gage, will be an all-time classic.
3: And maybe we don't even do... Uh, a series. Maybe I'm thinking of that wrong. Maybe instead of... Because Kevin and I did 2008. People loved that. It seemed like a lot of people got behind going back in time 10 years, watching all the pay-per-views from that time. And I think people enjoyed that. So maybe maybe that's part of my issue is that I'm thinking, well, we got to do a series. Or what if it is just random? What if it's just I think of four... I think of four choices. Throw them up on Twitter and see... What wins? What do people want to hear us watch, us talk about, us discuss? We could even do a WWE option, an impact option, and a, and a random, like a wild card. <laughs> or and that's what two WWE, uh, one impact, yeah, like and then the wild something like there's there's so many options, but it but it all comes down to what do we how
2: do we even do it? And that's I think what would be the better option, like I mentioned with you when we were discussing it, when I was, like, when you brought it up to me, the idea of a poll, like, and you and I come up with the ideas right now, or at least we open to discussion, people's ideas, what they would like. Then you and I go, like, privately to make sure which one we do feel we could work on, and then we actually bring out a poll of these are decisions, what we do, and then let the people decide what they would like for us to start with, be our first event. So
3: here on the screen right now, I have the I have the Twitter up. I have Twitter. We can do a poll. Ask a question. I'll say, which wrestling event? Okay. Yeah. Choose the first ever Pleaties and Gino watch along. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can go to this Twitter poll. I don't know how long we we can, we can let it ride for a few days. We can do a, a, a seven-day poll. Why, why does it matter how long we do it? We can do a five-day poll because we might be going live on Tuesday. And choose the first ever Vladi's and Gino watch-along. So I'm thinking number one, what's the obvious first choice? Now, I brought up that episode of Raw where they did the draft. It is draft season. Is that – is an episode of Raw too short? Because I know you want to do a really long one. Someone who goes to bed, like, immediately after we do these – I would not mind doing an episode of Raw or even an episode of Impact, like the debut episode where Rhino and Christian had that awesome cage match.
2: Now again, That could work. But again, if we do that, we tag our little bit too late because it's then after the draft. This would be better if we do it before because people are in the mood for it now because it's going to be after. People are going to be like, they'd be comparing the drafts then and it's still going to be fresh in their mind, the current draft. Yeah. So I don't know if a draft would be the best idea right now. We could we do, can do the do draft episode.
3: We could do it at 10. We'll just, <laughs> we'll start it at 10 to or, or whatever time it is, wherever you are. We started at 11. And maybe we just watch the draft tonight because if, if whoever's here alive, that's a, you know, hey, that's a present. So let's, let's run it down. Give me what would, what's, I'll let you get choice one. What do you think? What are we doing?
2: All right. Now, here's the thing. I'm debating on this because a lot of people I know would want to hear what we think about this event and riff on this event. December to Dismember. Oh God! I think even Kevin brought
3: that up. A lot of people like that seems to be a pretty, a pretty common idea, or at least easy enough to where people go, "Yep, yeah, that's that was such a terrible event." Everyone wants to hear, like that's the obvious one. Whenever there's any wrestling channel and you see all of December to Dismember, everybody immediately wants to watch that one, and I don't think that's a poor choice. I think that December to Dismember 06 is one of the most infamous pay per views that ever happened. I didn't even watch it live. I know I I, I, I didn't I knew it wasn't gonna be a pay per view you watch live, but when I bought the D V D for it, I was so excited because all I knew was there was an extreme elimination chamber and the Hardy's versus Eminem. And, and, I, and yeah. I wasn't I wasn't super plugged into the internet like a lot of people were. So I was just excited. And then the opening match, that tag match, was outstanding. And everything after that was just, oh gosh, all right. But that's what
2: Tommy Dreamer and Greg Kali, you didn't enjoy. No, it was him versus Davari. Oh, it was Defari was involved, and then <laughs> Kali got involved. That's right. Yeah, it Kali was. was just See there. what you said
3: sounds a little bit better, but it's Davari versus, versus
2: Dreamer would have been better than Davari.
3: I guess slightly, because at least the you know, Shawn Davari is good. Like he's better now than he was in baby. No, sure, and that's what I mean. There's a difference that's between being good, like you know. At outside of the WWE absolutely Sean Davari rules I saw him live at wrestling cares but inside WWE on a pay-per-view there just wasn't enough behind him at the time to make me want to see him in dreamer you know his gimmick was his friend was great collie there wasn't much to Davari that made him enjoyable so uh, and no that that's obviously that's a good pick now I, now one that I want to watch cuz it seems like we're going for the theme of we need to watch something terrible I'm thinking that WrestleMania 9 show you brought up because the more I thought about it, the more I remember it felt like the I watched that 12 hours of WrestleMania uh, before WrestleMania 16 and what an amazing show number 1 really really enjoyed that entire build up to that show because it was I got to see WrestleMania 1 like 45 minutes of that 45 minutes of WrestleMania 2 they really did a 12 hours of WrestleMania so I learned all about Macho Man and Hogan on a level that I never really realized. I I had rented the the VHS tapes from Crown Video, but it wasn't like I it wasn't like there was a ton of, you know, what in the 80s it was WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Rumble. They didn't have all those at Crown Video. So I had to watch some WrestleManias, some WWE home videos and some UFC. UFC 1 through like 3. And seeing WrestleMania nine in the middle of all these manias, it was the first WrestleMania that wasn't headlined by Hogan. But of course, at the end of the event, it was kind of headlined by Hogan. Plus Hogan had the black eye, just a really odd time in wrestling. Plus giant Gonzalez in the muscle suit. So I got to throw that on this list. We need to rewatch this because you, you brought it up as one of the worst. I think WrestleMania 27 still might be worse uh, that one's not even outside So well, and I think that Seamus and Debray on the pre-show that's kind of a slap in the face I don't know Gino, Wrestlemania 9 I think it's going to get a big push
2: and it could get a big push people may vote for that but here we go with that event which again could be seen as people's favorite events or people's least favorite we could go with something that people know was good one way or the other people's pay, which is bound for glory for when we got Sting versus Jeff Jarrett in two thousand six. Okay, I was 2008, six. was it? It was eight. Yeah. I don't know when it was. Was it eight or six? It gonna be oh, one no, of Let me those. double check which one was
3: because I don't they they stopped numbering it. They wanted to make Slammiversary the one with numbers because they which realized they could they realized anniversary was longer running. So they were you know, you know, Dixie. Well if we put it up against WrestleMania, it'll look more and more impressive every year. Meanwhile, Bound for Glory, we started, you know,
2: uh, I think it was 06, Yeah, '06. 06, it was Sting three Jeremy.
3: years. Three years into our existence, I think that is Sting Jarrett. Yeah, because 06 was like Sting's year, and then uh, Angle shows up at the end of the year, and then 07. Oh, well, no, when would? Yeah, Christian lost the belt at Slammiversary. Okay, I think that's yes. What's that saying.
2: makes sense. It's back for glory. 06.
3: All right, now we need. And a- then <laughs> it was
2: when Sting slowly started just beating everybody. <laughs>
3: Gosh, I'm thinking of a Bound for Glory too that I want to do. It was one that I didn't watch because I would I didn't watch it in protest. It was that non-live Bound for Glory they did in Japan. Oh, Japan, like I, what a terrible idea for your biggest pay per view of the year. Make it live. We don't care if we're that passionate as wrestling fans. Tell us Bound for Glory is live from Japan at 3 a.m.
2: and we'll stay is that up. The one with. Uh, Kurt Angle defending guy, WGP title, or is that a different event? No, dude. Oh event. my gosh. Let me look it up because it was even. I don't even think
3: Kurt Angle's on this card because they. they defend. They the teamed NH. up with pro wrestling Noah.
4: Macho oh. Punk says whichever one has aces and eights.
3: That's not a bad call. Bound, <laughs> with the aces and I think, eights, I think it was Bound for Glory like 2014 um, because it was. Yeah, see the rising sun because it had. I don't even think that title was on the line. But it had James Storm was in the main event. Yes, Great Muta and Tajiri against the Revolution in the main event. Like, <laughs> it's a tag match. It's an episode of Impact. But you had to pay for it. I, I just can't imagine this show being any good. Why would they do it in, J- in Japan? And why not make it live? And it also had like it's- it also had no build. It was like one of the first impact uh pay-per-views that had no build to it their storylines maddie take.
4: spice zero four says a penis is bound for geno's asshole so, you
3: know, it could be but even even if it was that's not there's nothing wrong with that okay i just watched the canyon documentary everybody needs to be comfortable with who they are bound for glory had wrestling matches that involved different wrestlers from pre-existing scripting feuds wrestlers competing from tna wrestlers from wrestle one and uh, June 2014, Storm would begin a program where he would confront Sonata backstage, berating his mentor, the Great Muda. That was the only storyline they had going into this thing. I feel, uh, and they just—that was
2: that. Because I'm trying to remember, was this before or after they killed Mickey? Because yeah. the Revolution they had, had James Storm kill Mickey James. If I remember. Who cares? I don't remember that. But... I care but that. That was some good stuff, I like that. I like the Revolution. Oh, I hated. That the was the movie. one thing I liked about. It. No, I hated the they Revolution.
3: We had we had beer drinking dear skinning johnny cash listening and then this is what we got instead he he's no i'm gonna do something better this might be he one that kills goes on people
2: move. for god
3: maybe we it's don't god watch one, this one but this one is terrible it's really. for a good one for later you have to remember yeah. 2014 Beth. gosh what a terrible event what a shit show so it's... let's take a look well we got december to December 06 wrestlemania 9 bound for glory 06
2: yes, Kurt Angle's debut. Yes. Not debut match, but debut. And- he
3: was there as like a referee or something. Yes. He was a force and he became a referee. We need one more. We can do it. And hey, we're not excluding WCW or ECW events because there's true. a lot of those as well. Uh, so, a a yeah. lot of those on Peacock. And also, we're not excluding episodes of Raw and SmackDown or even episodes of ECW. Or even uh, even NWA in power. Like all this stuff is is available for for clicks. You brought up knockdown knockout. Says out.
4: find some black rain. Also, Maddie swallowed a gallon of Gino jizz.
3: Gino, that had you store that much, or was that all just from one one session?
2: Who knows? Who knows where all this came from? But yes, knockouts, knockout comes up uh, this next week. Have you ever watched any of those one night only pay per views? I've seen a couple. I'm trying to remember which ones I've seen. There was a tag team one. I remember. I think, and then I did. I think see a knockout's knockdown.
3: Did you watch the one where uh, where our Ariel Martinez was like, "Oh my badge"? Did you watch that yes,
2: one? Yes, that was a
3: classic. Was that the one you watched? Was that? I did, yes. It's probably this knockouts knockdown event.
2: because uh, what a terrible time in wrestling! I feel
3: even it though- wasn't
2: that bad of a time. Impact wanted to help get like indie people in the show, which was good. They helped give them money. You know, give them money. I like when you. You promote talent, have people be like, hey, pay for this. You get to support Indian talent, and you get to see good wrestling. Of- and we'll put you on a pay-per-view that nine people are going to order. Why were, they,
3: why were they doing these? This was also the time when they got rid of monthly events. Like, Okay, we're going to focus on Genesis, Lockdown, Bound for Glory, and Slammiversary. Those man, are man, our man, four. This is it. We're, do- we're going to do once a quarter. It's going to be great. But then, well, we got to have something once a month. Let's just have everyone show up at Universal Studios on a Saturday and record six, like six pay-per-views, and none of us watched these. That we all knew the results. They weren't, they weren't canon. It was a one-night-only. They didn't advertise them like we should watch them. It would just kind of pop up on the screen.
2: One night only. None of us even knew what it meant. These were so terrible. One night only. All these people you wouldn't expect to be an Impact will be there. Which again, there were some big surprises. But, in some of them. But,
3: but put like expect. a big. Something on. Do something to make me want to see it. There was nothing. They ab- did on their website. You oh, had to go on on the website. website. Yeah. And, and while remember, I'm like, there, I might as well check out who won the whole thing anyway, because it all happened a
2: year ago. But like I now, I don't also remember the fucking website. I remember I hated this part of TNA. Remember when D-Von was a TV champion? Oh yeah, it was my favorite time <laughs> for nine movie. months. Yeah, he- and they just kept on the site and they didn't do shit with it. This champion. Even when he bring his son to get it slapped the fuck out. of Even when he
3: left and came back with aces and eights, it still wasn't explained where the title was. We were still
2: the uh, title was just there.
3: Yeah, much still held. Is they this kind care of the champ or what? It. Yeah, like, uh, and and there, I think even in the Joker's Wild tournament, I think Hardcore Holly was there. So yeah, they had some guys that weren't in Impact all the time, but. They never even—if you would have just had something to try and sell this to me, other than graphics on the screen or me having having to go to your terrible website, maybe I would have checked it out. But they didn't do anything. There was no reason to even want to watch this stuff because they advertised it like, ah, it's not really important. It's just kind of a thing we're doing. If you got twenty bucks and want to watch some wrestling this weekend, we got some wrestling for you. And then my answer to that was, I do have wrestling this weekend. I have Velocity. Uh, I, got Vel- I got velocity uh, archives. I got episodes of Superstars. I need to watch. There was other wrestling that was free. Why would I want to pay to watch somebody draw names out of a hat? And oh, Bobby Roode's a team with Joseph Park. Order the pay
2: per view. Wait, was that an actual team?
3: Christian York and James Storm. I'm looking at it. Oh, you, you want to watch this event? You want to watch One Night Only? I Joker's don't remember Wild? The Christian York team with James Storm. Did you watch that this event?
2: Nobody did. I've seen, like, I don't remember which one night only I saw. I saw one of them. I don't remember I saw the women's one.
3: This was recorded January 12th, and it didn't air until May 3rd, and they made people pay for it, you know. They made people wait five months to watch something they already read the results of.
2: Well, I mean, sometimes if you read the results, it yeah, may kind of spoil Macho it. Punk says still, gut you know, check. This is your
3: gut <laughs> check. Gotcha! That was a yeah. terrible time
2: in training. It was. There, was. there was a time when it was good, but then when Impact signed Brad Bradley instead of Brian Cage. And-
3: oh, yeah. What was that about? They they, they took it too Brian legitimate. A- they, they needed yeah. to make it a work. They needed to really get Brian Cage. K- whoever was in charge, and I know that Bruce will claim he wasn't. But, of course he was. But even Bruce would like a guy like Brian Cage. Why not? He's got the size. Just bring him in here anyway.
2: Who yeah, cares? No, we get Brad, Brad. Everyone yeah. Hey.
3: And, and, uh, and this was TNA trying to counteract because, you know, they they had that stench oh. on them of Mr. Anderson shows up. He's the champ. RBD, he's the champ. Chava Guerrero, he wins a belt. People just show up in this company if they wrestled in WWE and they're given a belt. So this was their, okay, we got to go back to what made TNA great talent no one has ever heard of becoming legends.
2: And so, what's the first big legend of this whole gut check? Joey Ryan feuding with Al Snow. Well, even Alex,
3: and I didn't even mind that, by the way. I thought that was a great feud. I thought that was all done really well. Having Joey Ryan cut those promos and get it. Everyone hated him. I was at EWF while he was doing all that, so he would show up at EWF and you know talk about I just landed from Orlando, and everyone would boo him and. You know, I'm, I'm done wrestling in this dumpy, you know, night to Columbus and Covina, California. And, you know, it's funny when people can brag that TNA is a much bigger platform than some other place. And meanwhile, WWE is like, okay, whatever. It, what Remember Ric Flair, what is TNA? So, it, but it was still fun. I think that was a really good storyline and a really good angle. And if you're going to use a gut check segment, that's a great way to get the talent to interact with some veterans. Have Mr. Anderson out there voting no or yes on these guys, and then these guys are cutting promos to get in a fight with Anderson. Now you got a built-in rivalry to get this guy going. We're, we're going to rocket strap Alex Silva. He's going to have a feud with Ric
2: Flair. Oh, since you're up that, who was the guy that they all unanimously said no to, but then his promo made Ric Flair say yes to him and well, gave him a contract? That was
3: Silva. That was the very first one. Well, that was one. Silva. Yeah. Yes. They decided out, so Alex Silva. They already knew it was gonna be, uh, yeah. it was gonna be one no, one yes, and then Bruce would be the final one, and Bruce was gonna say no. But after the promo, Rick grabbed the this, mic and goes, i changing sad. my yes. He has two yeses already. This guy's the best. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes." So that that happened, and but yeah, that's that's several episodes of Impact. We're only looking yes. for one more. I see in the chat here, Nathan Weller just joined. Nathan, what's the first thing we do? Now, I don't have anything from 2003. Do I need to put Royal Rumble? Malachi
4: Black says, what the fuck is Joker's Wild?
3: Joker's Wild might be the winner because it sounds so terrible, Gino. We need to find our very first, uh, well, probably our second because I'm pretty serious about bringing up that draft episode and just putting the training wheels on tonight. Uh, okay, why not? I'm up for Yes. Yeah, how long is that episode? 90 minutes? We we'll We can get through it. Uh, December to dismember, uh, 06, obviously the only one that ever happened. WrestleMania 9, which I love. Bound for Glory 06, which you love. I'm yes, thinking Kirk. we got to throw 03 in there. Are we thinking Royal Rumble 03, home of the greatest match and the worst match of all time? Which one
2: was – which Rumble was that? Was that Drew Carey? Drew Carey, what that's all one you're, you're living no, in the that's att- one you're, you're living in the years. attitude
3: era I'm talking Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle in like, oh, in like a 30 minute epic I'm talking Scott Steiner bet. versus Triple H in a uh, in a match they've wrestled um, <laughs> by the way I need to defend my honor here Kevin Scampoli was talking some mad smack in the discord because he asked me when whenever imagi- imagination was a thing and I said, oh, the first time I heard it was Matt Hardy said it in 03. And he's like, what? No, it, he he was saying it happened in 08. And it probably happened in 08 again, but I remember Matt Hardy bringing it up really early on uh, with with the imagination. Yeah, with Shannon and yeah, he was just yeah. living as an
2: imagination. I remember. I remember Mattitude. He, well, yeah, it forget, was a Mattitude
3: thing. Let's go to No Way Out 2003. This will be... Whoa! Do they not have it? Oh, they don't. They don't call. They don't put What's years up? on their stuff, huh? You gotta go, You gotta click on like the season. Oh gosh, Peacock, get with it. What season is 2003? Okay, here we go. No way out of three. What an event! But we gotta find it. This was awesome. Uh, but I swear, Gino.
2: Does the scrub
3: actually show? Matty Spice 04
4: says Gino two, saying two, something no makes way. it way less cool.
3: Oh, is that it? I don't know. I, I a lot of the stuff he says makes makes me think it's cool again.
2: Oh, well, it does have a strip.
3: Yeah, I can't wake up. Save me! Wow, this was like around the canyon getting his ass kicked,
2: right? Yep, Holly with Big Show when he turned on Brock. Wow,
3: I'm scrolling through this pay per view. Looks pretty great. It's said Rock Hogan on it.
2: Yes, and Steve Austin. and okay, Matt,
3: Matt wins the Cruiserweight title early in the show. All right, he wins it right here. Oh, this is where Edge finds out he got beat yep. up.
2: Brock, Brock cry for his friend, his part of stuff.
4: Macho Punk says Ginger Undertaker.
2: Yeah,
3: this was when he was letting his true hair color show. I
2: believe I'm so proud of Matt He made the and now he's the new Cruiserweight Matt Hardy's the new Cruiserweight Hell yeah, Matt. Where, where was this backstage promo? I'm going to find it. We're just talking. Not chief, warning.
3: You done it now? You done it? Made a big mistake. Is that the best Undertaker song or what?
2: I, I love uh, Ministry. Ministry is always my favorite. I don't know. You
3: done it now? It was a pretty good song. There's no backstage after this match. It just goes straight from match to to the next match.
2: Let me see if I can actually just find the segment. So.
3: Oh, what a kick outside the ring. Well, because doesn't. Okay, wait. So Jeff loses to Jericho. Maybe it's before. Maybe after this loss, Jericho or Matt comes up and goes, maybe. Oh, oh yeah, I think it is. Okay, here we go. Let's take a look. Here we go. Everyone, pay attention. Matt Hardy is approaching Jeff Hardy. I was right. Imagination makes its debut. Somebody grab Kevin. Grab Kevin, everyone. Hey, Jeff. You know, if you weren't so wrapped up in your imagination, and you would've continued to be a Mattitude follower, like you were for all those years past, then you probably wouldn't lose every match you're in these days. You ever thought about that? Whoa. And we didn't get there one-on-one match. For six more years, can you believe that the seeds were planted, my friend? The imagination bit—I found it, Gino.
2: Yep, and it's one of the best bits because again, it started the feud that eventually we got years later. But they never really fully pulled the trigger to. Well, it they years even had later. a feud before
3: because Matt beat up Jeff when he mo- jumped to SmackDown. It was this weird: I'm going to SmackDown. I'm going to leave my brother. I got to be a heel. I'm going to turn my back on him and they didn't have a match after that because then Jeff had his match with Undertaker uh, that ladder match that was awesome. It was just a strange time to be Matt Hardy where a strange time cuz they they must have not wanted to have the match yet. They wanted them to become bigger stars cuz even Edge and Christian had matches you know when they were doing their breakup. So this was just their way of holding off on that. So I don't know. I'm loving this event. I think we got to put Royal Rumble 03 on the poll.
2: All right, we might as well and see what the people say. I'm up for it.
3: Let's go. It's, it's worthy. Uh, Royal Rumble 03. It's at least getting a vote from Nathan. I, I know that's for true. So we'll leave it up for five days. That'll give us until Tuesday when we're going to find out because uh, it's probably going to be me and you next Tuesday. I got some insider knowledge.
4: Malakai Black says, "Get WrestleMania 9 off there."
3: Doesn't want WrestleMania 9, but it's it's on there. We we discussed WrestleManias last week at length, and we we might have to because we might just abandon our tier list until after we we we, uh, we rewatch them all. So let's let's post it. It's going up. Why is Terry Funk trending? There was a dark side of the ring tonight, uh, yeah. and he was. I guess he had a pretty big. Um, whoa! What? The HPIC, Gino. the draft starts tomorrow. Can't wait to see what happens. Is Mia Yim oh, making her way back to the main roster?
2: That would make sense with since we have Keith Lee wearing her shirt.
3: Check it out. Maddie Spice, the Ducks, dude. They fly together, dude. WWE versus AEW this week was a .48 versus a .45. WWE wins. They did it, dude.
2: They did it again.
3: They did it, dude. Let's take Two a look. Weeks in a row. Terry Funk, yeah, he was trending because he was on Dark Side of the Ring. What? What? Onita was that what tonight was? Was Frontier Martial Arts FMW? Yep. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that later. So let's let's take a look, Gino. I think we have enough time to do kind of what we what we're embarking on. Ducks will have a seventy have seventy points this week. This week, that's not bad. Uh, let's take a look. At, what's How it called? long was this episode? It would have been Raw. It was I Raw, think. yeah. It was the Raw after... I think it was a, a week... What's this new Demi Lovato show? Are we supposed to watch this?
2: I guess we have to at some point. I'm not doing The that. people Screw watching. that.
3: Screw it ah, bro. I'm nice to her and all. Like, you know, she can pretend that she's a they when she's clearly a female. But we're not going to do that. What season is 2002?
2: Let's see. Do they even have... Stills.
3: They do have stills. Is it season 11? Oh, season 10. I was close. Season 10. Scrolling down to the month of, I think it was in March. CEO Linda McMahon makes historic announcement. This is it. Okay, so let's prep ourselves, Gino. This is a big moment. We're about to watch wrestling together. What we're going to do now, everybody, I'm going to move this slider over. Guess what? We're going to actually put, where is it? Where is it? Here it is. We're actually going to put this on the screen. Watch oh. along in Vleedy's Plus. Vleedy's Plus is a Discord channel, Gino. So we're going to go in there for just a second. Hold on. Let me fix this. I want us to be bigger since we're we're here. Let me get my picture bigger. Maddie
4: Spice Zero Four Says.
3: Doesn't read numbers. He put a bunch of numbers. That was a clever idea. But it doesn't read numbers. So, okay, let's make me and you bigger. So, at least, like, there's something on the screen, you know? Right. Okay, so we're bigger now. Perfect. So, now we'll go into uh, Discord, which I cl- – oh, here it is. It's right here. This is all happening live, ladies and gentlemen. So, let's do this now. Let's go to uh, Ladies Plus. And now Geno Talk.
4: You know, All later. right,
3: you're still going to come through my audio on Valides Plus, which is great. Share my screen. Share screen number two. Frame rate, whatever, 30, that's fine. 720 resolution, that way it doesn't take Malachi
1: a Malachi Black says watch-alongs better available for download on Subscribestar.
3: Oh, it'll be. You can hit play and listen to it, just like a companion. We're not going to put the whole the video file up there, because that would be insane. But what we're gonna do first, Gino, you know, is go pee pee, okay? Because it's been a long day. We've had a lot of water. We're gonna go pee. And then uh, so Maddie, I took care of it. He's actually coming through my ears because he's on Zoom. He's coming through my mic we're all hooked yep. up. So okay, let's let's do this real quick.
4: Macho Punk says fuck IT well, do it live.
3: Yeah, we're gonna do it live. We don't need to worry about nothing. I ain't worry about nothing. I ain't worry about nothing. What, what what were we about to watch? We're about to watch Raw from 03, right? Or from 02? Let's do Raw. Is that Union Underground? Move to the music. Play that fucking music. Was that the song at the time?
2: Was it? I don't remember if that was. I think it was. In a minute. I'm
3: playing it anyway. I'll get the goods,
2: the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall. The no Cross nation. And it's a state, The messing with me Come on, come on, come on Let's get it out Move to the music Play the music Move it to the music Let's get it out Move to my music
4: says c d e f g h i j k
3: You have the WWF Forcible Entry CD, Gino.
2: Of course, I had Forcible Entry. Man, probably <laughs> their best album they've ever released.
3: What about that Creed song? I know that uh, a lot of people hate on Creed. I was a big fan of uh, that Young Grow Old song. That even the guitar yeah. in that, I was like, this is Alter Bridge. They just have the Creed singer.
2: And then we also had the very underutilized, and actually unused Jericho theme and the game.
3: Oh, what an amazing, what an amazing album! We just do a whole. Listening party to to to, to forcible entry.
2: All right. That'd be so, perfect content. So, but uh, speaking of our content, uh, TTSs, we might want to mute because that could interrupt if we want to keep the flow. Going. Nah,
3: the flow is great. This you want to keep it going? Okay. This is hey, there's subscribers. They're here to have fun too. I got um, you. Yeah, I was
2: like, if we want to go like with the staying PG, at least for this type of content.
3: Nah, we'll be all right um okay. because even this is going up on subscribestar.com ladies uh, and honestly we could probably end the podcast that we were doing or, or just throw this up as a freebie maybe just an impromptu watch along leave it up here uh and then people can just scroll to this point or you know what let's let's do this thank you so much for downloading this edition of ladies and yeah th- you're going to be able to hear the mp3 of me and Gino watching the episode of the draft, the very first draft that ever happened, two thousand two. Uh, that's gonna be on subscribestar.com slash Two dollar tier. Don't fret. Um, I thought of we could technically put the video up there. It'd just be such a large file. I don't want to mess with all that. Maybe we will. Maybe that'll be five dollar tier material. But thank yeah, you. A video so, fee. Yeah, that would be that'd be a little rough. But thank you so much for downloading this. Hope you enjoyed the conversations. I'm going to edit out that song that we played in the bathroom break because it's kind of weird to come back from a bathroom break. You know what? No, I'm leaving it all in. This is all in. You downloaded this. This is your fault. So you downloaded this episode of Ladies. Thank you so much. Uh, follow me on Twitter. And like I said, Subscribestar.com slash Kevin is going to be live immediately following SmackDown Uh, on friday make sure you're following uh, trovo.live slash twfs i don't think i'm ever leaving trovo gino it's the greatest it's way better than twitch and kevin told me this too when we moved here like i get way more money here why are people on twitch you gotta share all your money with amazon
2: I think it's because Twitch has the more people going to there, just like YouTube. Again, they want people like to find them, and they think it's easier that way. Because not a lot of people go on there. Or, Even honestly. Twitch,
3: yeah, Twitch sent me an email today, and they were like, "We got some new music guidelines." And I'm like, who
2: cares? Is it, is it, people
3: are so annoyed by if I if I played. Any of the things that I've done, even yeah, for a, like
2: one second. DMCA, <laughs> Rezzy
3: wanted to watch that CM Punk montage, uh, the other day, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So I just <laughs> played, taken out right away. <laughs> I just played that like while I was going to the bathroom. And YouTube hit me up with like this video's blocked because, and it had a list of every video that was in that punk montage. Like they, they must have flagged it before already, so they just knew it had this laundry list. And then I love that it's, like, countries this video is blocked in, and it's, like, Bangladesh and India. Like, oh, boo boo-hoo, boo-hoo, my two biggest countries. It turns out we're actually really big in the U.K., and uh, I'm Ooh. still I'm still big in Australia, my friend. I got to get these numbers. But, again, thank you all so much for listening on the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Please rate and review. I don't say that enough. And then, yes, trovo.live slash Vleeties. Be here live. And also get in the Discord. I don't have the link. But uh, hit me up on Twitter. I think it's posted there. Or reach out to Maddie Spice. He's always got the link. So, again, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Whether it's a dentist appointment or waiting for your tacos to arrive, time matters. Time matters for most things in life, including how we use energy. Californians generally use more power from 4 to 9 p.m. when clean energy is in shorter supply. Try unplugging your unused devices or turning down your AC during this time for a cleaner California to enjoy our tacos in. Mm. So remember, power down from 4 to 9 p.m. Keep it golden. And learn more at energyupgradecalifornia.org radio.
1: Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody Fitness and Nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, like 21 Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to beachbodyfree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.